0: All engines running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. Lift off on Apollo Eleven. Uh, we got a roll go program. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo Eleven on a proper heading. We
1: are the sky up there. All speckled with stars and we used to lay on our backs and look up at them and discuss about whether they were made or only just happened.
2: And of course that quote you just heard is by Mark Twain. An old American writer, and that one comes from Huckleberry Finn. And I must say that it's a great quote, right? It's it's a great, it's a beautiful one. Although it does sound like, well, we know this, right? We we know this, we've heard this before, right? We say this all the time, right? Like a bit of a cliche or so. Uh, but don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it's a great one. Well, I'd actually want to be telling that to my grandkids, One day, right? (laughs) Well, this is The Void Show on Active FM. As all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to have you around. You're going to be learning with us today. I am Andrew, and I'm so excited to be here. We're going to be having a great show. um, And you surely have seen what we're going to be discussing today, right? Um, Early ideas of our cosmic address. And I really need you to think about that. Um, Our cosmic address, right? And obviously, if we are speaking about the cosmos, that would be the universe, right? Uh, So our universal address. I mean, obviously, on Earth, you have your address, right? You have your address. And if you could just give me your address, I'd literally just jump into your place, right? I can go from Johannesburg to Cape Town, right? There's a location, there are addresses, right? There are directions, right? It's a geographical uh, location, right? Um, When we're speaking about geography, geo means earth, right? And the, the term geography is uh, it's, it's having the roots of the Greeks, right? It's, it's, it's having the Greek root, right? You actually look at it, geography, two words, right? Geo and graphos together, and geo means earth, right? Graphos means what? It means to write about, right? And obviously, back in time, it was just that. But obviously, now, as time evolves, than even the discipline, right? What do we mean by that? We mean the field of geography sort of broadens, right? So, so that's pretty much it. We have your location, right? Your geographical location on earth. Have you ever thought about your cosmic address? Like in the universe, where are you? Or maybe where's earth in the universe? And then you now start to think about in the universe, like really, well, do we even have like the urge of the universe? Maybe not. And if we don't have the urge of the universe, I mean, like we haven't seen the urge of the universe, then how can we even start to speak about our universal address? So that's just a taste of what we're going to be discussing today, right? Uh, But we're going to be going all the way back in time to really um, analyze and discuss early ideas, right? From the antiquity, right? Of of what really uh, these people think about our universal address, right? We're going to be speaking about that. But first thing first, We need to answer some questions uh, because there seems to be, uh, you know, a confusion between differentiating on on what a planet is, you know, what is a moon, uh, asteroids, what are asteroids, what are comets, what are meteorites, what are meteorites, right? And this is just simple astronomy. And so that's where we're going to be starting first. Uh, really speaking about uh, these things. And this is just in our neighborhood, right? What do we mean by that? Uh, we we mean, um, you know, our solar system, right? Our solar system. These are some of the things that you find in our solar system, right? We obviously have planets. We've got moons. We've got asteroids. We've got comets. We've got meteorites. We've got meteorites, right? So so that's what we're going to be understanding first, and, um, this is just basic astronomy. Um, you really want to know this. Um, I mean, imagine if you don't know your neighborhood, right? Imagine if you don't know your neighborhood. That's when you're going to end up saying things like Earth is flat, you know? And, and I mean, if, if, if it's not only not okay to think Earth is flat, but I mean, if you think that, uh, then you should probably, uh, not be allowed to, to really, leave the house without adult supervision right so so this is what we're going to be discussing today really excited for that uh stay tuned
1: oh he's so handsome wish he would at least look at me mm. <laughs> i oh yeah. sorry. Those sorry. Are I need
0: someone who actually your will get my deep jokes to Your joke think you think needs some real No, <laughs> you
1: need some great <laughs> down to get my joke. <laughs> It doesn't make sense, but this no. is the shade. With the awkward <sighs> intro every week, you are the awkward in our intro. We are the intro. You are good. You are the intro <laughs> <We nailed it. laughs> you're Change. right.
2: Okay, great. So. Uh, i just want to teach you a very simple um funny and um, an interesting way to remember the names of the planets right i was taught this in my early childhood uh in in, in the primary school um, i forgot who taught me this uh i mean they they deserve all the credit i would literally give them a shout out now i i totally forgot who taught me this but it seems to be working now because ever since you know many many years ago ever since i was in primary school um i I still remember the names of the planets now isn't that great so uh, i've realized that a lot of people don't really you know know these names by heart so this is a pretty cool way to remember the names of the planets for yourself right so this is how you do it you want to use this, you want to say this. My very excellent mother just served us noodles. Right? You want to try that again with me? My very excellent mother just served us noodles. Right? So, this is what you do you literally take the first letter of each word, and that first letter of every word would be the first letter of the name of a planet in their order, right? So, my, it's M, and that means Mercury. It's the first planet from the sun. Then, in the second place, we have a very, right? It's V, and it's what? It's Venus. There you go. In the third place, we have excellent, right? And excellent, it's E, and that's Earth. There we go. In the fourth place, we have mother, right? That's M, and that's what? That's Mars, right? In the fifth place, we have just. That's J, and that's for Jupiter. Now, you want to guess the sixth one. The sixth, we said, my very excellent mother just served, right? That's S, and that's obviously Saturn, Right, And then you have us, served us, that's you, and that's what? That's Uranus. And the last one is Noodles, which is N, and that's Neptune. So just by doing that, you have now mastered the names of the planets by heart, just by yourself, right? So um, that was just, of course, an interesting way uh, with which you can remember the names of the planets, right? uh now okay now this is this is what we're gonna first start with now i want us to speak about asteroids first okay and we had a show before that was a, you know a- entirely on asteroids now what are asteroids asteroids are these rocky bodies these rocky bodies you probably have seen them either on the internet in in magazines in the movies right um maybe even like here you've have seen them through a telescope a powerful one right so it's those rocky bodies and you find a lot of them between uh planet mars and planet jupiter okay you find a lot of them there millions of them there and or thousands of them thousands okay thousands of them there and that region between planet Mars and Jupiter, was even named Asteroid Belt, okay, because it's a beautiful belt, it's a beautiful region that's sort of made of these many, many, many rocky bodies, right, Uh, but in reality, they not only reside there, some of them actually do go beyond the orbit of of Jupiter, okay, so I'm going to be telling you a very interesting story on how these asteroids were found, okay, or were discovered for from the first time. And um, I love this story. It's it's very interesting. Now, there was this German astronomer, okay, called Bord, And um, he was just playing with numbers, right? He was just playing with numbers, juggling with numbers. And in a very odd way, in in a very weird way, Whatever he was doing there, whatever that meant to him, resulted in a sequence of numbers that could literally give the distances of planets away from the sun, right? It wasn't. I mean, imagine yourself just literally juggling with numbers having numbers all around the table mixing numbers you know doing this adding subtracting dividing and you end up with a sequence of numbers that are literally you know the winning numbers of lottery this week imagine that right or even much way better uh those numbers give you uh i don't know what the number of black holes in the universe, right, in a very odd way. I'm obviously just exaggerating, but you get what I mean, right? So that's what he did, and he was doing that, and in a very odd way, those numbers resulted in the distances of planets away from the sun, right? And when we speak of distances, we would now have to really start to speak about the units with which we measure distances, okay? In astronomy, we've spoken about this, and you'd remember that, In astronomy, we are studying things that are really, really far away, right, really far away, at extreme distances, right, at extreme distances, at millions of distances away from us. So it would be completely and utterly um, ridiculous to use centimeters to measure those distances. Right, I mean, you'd literally have to fill in your whole page with zeros and zeros and numbers if you want to write a distance to the sun, right? So we then come up with our own system of units, like your light years, like your astronomical units, like your parsecs, your megaparsecs, and so forth, right? To simplify our numbers. So so um, I'm just going to be telling you what he did, okay? This is what he did. And if you have a pen with you, you might just want to do this with me, um, it's pretty interesting, so why not do this, right? If you have a pen or a phone with you, you really want to do this. And and do what this German astronomer did. So this is what he said, right? He wrote in the first place, he said, okay, I'm just going to write a zero. He writes uh, zero down. And uh, he writes a 3, after that, he writes a 6, after that, yeah, 12, 24, 48, 96, 192, right? So um, if, if you really thought about the numbers that I just mentioned, the numbers that he wrote, uh, you can already see a pattern there, right? He said, it's like saying, okay, two, four, six, eight. right, 10, 12, uh, but he said, we start with a 0, and after 0, we're going to say 3, from 3, it's 6 from six it's twelve right so you see it's three obviously by two you double it to give you six right 12 you double it to 12 right and like that 24 you want to guess the next number after 24 it's gonna be 48 right after 48 96 right after 96 192 and so forth right and then he then said okay then I, I now have this sequence of numbers. What am I going to do with these? He then added um, the number 4 to each number, right? So it would be 0 plus 4. That would give you 4, right? Then it's 3 plus 4. That would give you 10, right? Then you have 12 plus 4. It would give you what? Uh, 16, right? Uh, 24 plus 4, right? You do that. 28, right? So he did that. Um, so you started with your first batch of numbers and then you add number four to each, uh, number. And then what he did after that was to say, okay, I'm then going to divide every number by 10. And you will see that if you divide every number by 10, what you are going to get, you're sort of going to get decimal numbers, right? So the first one would be, um, obviously you now, it was zero plus four, then you divide that by 10 you will get 0.4 right or 0.38 right so 0.38 actually happens to be the distance of mercury the first planet away from the sun it happens to be the distance of that and obviously that's not 0.34 0.38 centimeters obviously not right (laughs) that's in astronomical units and if you want to see how many meters we have in astronomical units you might just want to check that up online Okay, but not 0.38 happens to be the distance of Mercury from the sun. When you divide by 10, the following number, you will find that it gives you about not, point, um, not 0.72, right? Astronomical units, right? So that's the distance of planet Venus away from the sun. The third one is Earth. And you'd find that it actually gives you one, right? It actually gives you one. And Earth is obviously one astronomical unit away from the sun. It's one distance unit of astronomy from the sun, right? And that's not one meter. It's one astronomical unit. There are thousands of meters in, in, in one astronomical unit. So in a very odd way, he seemed to have cracked the system and have, you know, come up with this weird way of finding distances to the planets away from the sun, right, and this method of bored was actually this was called bald's law, right back in time, end of time so this this method that he used was widely accepted by astronomers back in time because it pretty much seemed to work right I mean now now, and I'm saying now we now know that it was just based on a coincidence. Right. In fact, when you continue to do that, you will find that um, this law, doesn't, it, it breaks up, like it, it literally breaks, the system cracks down when we get to uh, your Neptune, right, and so forth, right, and obviously back in time, you would then say Pluto, while it was still a planet, so it breaks off now, right, so but way back in time, it seemed to, to work completely fine, and astronomers widely accepted this. And so, so you remember that this 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 law he was only using it to do what, to measure the distances of the planets. Okay, and now, cool, cool, cool. Um, alrighty, it seems to work. And there was there was a flaw in this law, uh, because it was a law, right? It seemed to work, which means we can now use this to what to predict the distances of planets away from the sun, right? So it 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 worked fine. For Mercury, for Venus, for Earth, for Mars, but it according to this law, there was supposed to be a planet between planet Mars and planet Jupiter, according to this law, right there was supposed because it pretty much seems to work, and so it's it it's telling us that there's supposed to be a planet
1: between
2: planet Mars and Jupiter, right which these astronomers all well, way back in time did not find right and so they said okay there's a missing planet between what between mars and jupiter they said, they called it a, a missing planet right because the law says there's supposed to be a planet here according to this law and remember this is all the way back in time when they thought this this law works now we know that it's not working it was just based on coincidence right so 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 Here's a missing planet. Right? And and this is way before asteroids were found. And years later, there was um an astronomer who was uh studying the the the, the sky. So what, what what he did was to basically and he wasn't even looking for this missing planet, but in a very odd way, you know, coincident again, he happened to find this missing planet X and apparently it was not a planet. it was an asteroid it was this rocky body okay rocky body and that's that was the first asteroid to be found and what did he do um if you want a more story on this you can actually go and check out our episode titled asteroids okay so what what he did he he was he was sort of mapping the sky he wanted to map the sky okay Uh, i mean he wanted to map the sky and if you know stars do not shift their positions they are like that Right, thousands years before stars have been in those positions and they're gonna continue to be in those positions thousands of years to come, right? They don't change their positions. So um, these people way back in time knew that stars do not change their positions. So if you could, if you wanted to plot a region of the sky, you could just plot it like that, okay? So what he did was to, he wanted to, his name was Piazzi, so he wanted to plot, uh, to map the sky, Right, if if he wanted to map the sky, and what he did was to actually uh, look in, in in a certain region of the sky uh, for a successive amount of days, or for many 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 days, right, to actually look if there was any anything that's moving, right. And so if you could look, it's like taking a picture, looking at a certain region of the sky with your phone and taking a picture every day, every day, every day. Those stars should remain like that, right. If you find something to have shifted, boom. You have discovered something that was not a star, but it was something else, right? So it was pretty much like that. But obviously, he was he didn't have a phone, right? He had to dot them down and stuff. So, um, he then found that on successive occasions, there's something that seems to have moved, and and that's that that was the discovery of 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 the first asteroid. And obviously, after that, many 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 thousands of asteroids were found between the region of uh Jupiter and, and Mars, right? So that's what asteroids are. It's these rocky bodies. And and then you have your you have your 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 comments right you know what I think um uh, uh I'm I'm looking at a time let's play a beautiful song right now what are we playing uh we're gonna be playing C. Jones True Love Futuring Mother and right after this We are going to be continuing with our talk, True Love.
1: This fire would have died long ago, but your grasp survived be not a give thanks for the thing that you've done. Lie down, slip, Wake up again. If he doesn't, for you, would the been in the grave, with the been in the cell, but you kept it from him. Day, night, Lord, you watching my life. You sustain me, you love me, you death for me, huh? Look at the price that you paid for me. For a like me, Lord, you died on the cross, but you're in my head that my cup overflows. In spite of my fault, your light keeps shining everywhere that I go. Remember the time that you on me, load. Only you, load you received me, load. I was dead and seen, but you me Trap in the mad, but you pick me up, you creep me up, you raid me home. Whenever I call, you hear me load. Amazing grace, amazing love, slow to anger, bound in love. The day you touch me, change my life. As long as I leave, I give you praise. I know, testify of your greatness. Where can I go from your speed, Where can I free from your presence? You're the reason I made it, the reason I'm reigning. Your life is amazing. This west can describe it through heels and the virus you with me. you loaded, you stop, to confront me. How sick, like damn, you healed me. Lord, you've given me all the desires of my heart. Of the things I've achieved is because of your road, you myself, your redeemer, my provider. you my God, you my king, you my father. What more can I say? What more
0: can I say? No.
2: C. Jones featuring Mada that was playing now on Active FM radio has never been better, and you are still with myself, Andrew, who is always pondering on the deep questions of the cosmos. And of course, we are speaking about our cosmic address. If you could go in the deep, 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 space beyond our horizon, beyond the side frontier, beyond the interstellar medium, the interstellar dust. If you could go there, would you find your way back to earth? We don't know. And of course, after this, uh, well, before actually, this beautiful gem, we have made a definite definition of what an asteroid is. It's these rocky bodies. You now know what an asteroid is. You now know where they are found, right? You know that. Uh, What are comets? Now, comets are actually some of the most strangest objects in our solar system. In what way? Because in contrast to planets and 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 asteroids, who are known to sort of revolve around the sun in almost circular orbits, right? Not circular orbits, almost circular orbits, right? Because planets, they are not, and asteroids are not revolving around the sun in circular orbits, okay? Uh we know this. Kepler said this, right? We know this we know this better. Uh now now asteroids um I mean comets revolve around the sun in 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 very elongated ellipses. Okay. If you have no idea the shape of what, what, what is the shape of an ellipse, you might just want to check that out. Okay. It's pretty much like an oval or so, right? Um, now now they, 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 they move in, in these elongated ellipse shapes right around the Sun and you actually found find them in in, in great distances right away from from the Sun right in, in really 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 great distances like far away distances from the Sun that uh, sometimes they are even invincible to some of our largest, uh, and powerful telescopes okay and and i mean they're part of our family they're part of the sun's family and um they 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 so comets are actually icy remember rocky as the reds, comets are pretty much like icy um, I, I see, I see, I see bodies, right, or I see debris, that's what we would call them, right, I see bodies or I see debris, and they, 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 they you find a lot of them in what we call an Oort cloud, okay, as much as you find, or likewise, you find asteroids in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, you'd find these comets, uh, you know, strolling in the Oort cloud, which is you know uh, more than fifty thousand times uh, farther from the sun than Earth is, okay so it's pretty pretty far away from 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 uh, uh, the, 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 the sun. Well they are still gravitationally bound to the sun by the way and and um, when, when when comets were first discovered uh or, or maybe when astronomers would you know sort of first discover a comet it would usually appear as a, um as a faint you know fuzzy uh, uh dense star like you, you know uh with, with with a veil behind like smoke behind I don't know if you've seen them and in the sky you can sometimes see them uh moving very fast like shoo. It's like something that's shining so bright but it's leaving a tail behind it have you seen that in the skies have you seen that have you I've seen them I've seen that yeah I don't to believe you've seen them as well I've seen them um, very seldom so not not much of them I've seen them so it's kind of like you know um, it's having a veil like region behind it and it's it's a star-like pointer in front it's moving very fast. Um, fuzzy star you know a bit faint and 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 yeah so so what would happen normally is that it would be approaching the sun with these high speeds okay it would be approaching the sun with, with these high speeds and as 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 this icy body sort of approaches the sun um the, there's the a region of it called the coma, right? Which is that thing that we're speaking about. It would then become brighter and brighter, right? And, and as it approaches the sun, um, the, the more material from it would then start to vaporize off the surface of the comet's, uh, solid, right? It would start to, to vaporize. And obviously, when it starts to vaporize, um, it would begin to show a tail right Uh, this beautiful tail sort of streaming behind them right and and yeah that's pretty much what a comet is right so so uh i'm I'm so angry at myself right now because well we're not going to be having enough time to speak about early ideas of the solar system okay we're not going to be having enough time to do that um uh okay we'll we're gonna be finishing up early ideas of the um, of our solar of our cosmic address in 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 the next week. Okay, so you want to make sure that you are here next week. Uh, so here's a taste of it. Okay, here's a taste of it. Now, did you know that the early people who were very, um, you know, people who were curious about the universe, right? It was not only Greeks, okay? It was not only Greek philosophers, although they may be known to be, you know, to be the very first, not first, but although they may be known to be some of the, the, the pinnacle ones, you know, who had philosophers and... Well, it's not only them, right? Um, well, the world has been filled with people before, right? A lot of people. And I want to believe that in every part of, of the world, there are people who are interested or who, who, who were interested in the universe, okay? So so the early people, did you know that some of these early people did not even realize that Earth is actually a planet on itself, Hey. Okay? They did not realize that, and 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 uh, for your information, a planet would mean a wanderer in the heavens. Isn't that great, a wanderer in the heavens? And that obviously came from the fact that these early. Uh, philosophers, right, of 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 you know, back in time, they 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 saw planets in 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 the universe, right? They would see planets like your Mercury or Venus. They they, they would see all these other planets, and that's why they named them planets, right? Wanderers in heavens. But I mean, it it. it You can think about it because it was not so easy for them to then conclude that Earth is also wandering in the heavens. You get what I mean? Because you are observing all these things from Earth, right? And so in your frame of reference, Earth is just stationary, okay? You get what I mean? Earth is stationary. Think about when you are in a car, okay? When you are inside your car and you are driving, the car is not moving away from you. Okay? Just forget the surroundings. Forget the surroundings. Even although the car is moving, but the car is not moving away from you. So, in your frame of reference, the car is actually stationary. The car is not moving. Okay? But what's moving? It's the surroundings. Because when you are looking through the windows, all the buildings that you are that you are passing are actually moving backwards. They are moving backwards, right? So you the car is stationary relative to you, but the surroundings are moving backwards, right? So it's pretty much the same thing. Earth stationary, right? Not really, but like in your frame of reference, it's stationary. And I mean, in physics, this this assumption it Pretty much simplifies calculations. So it's stationary, and these philosophers are seeing stars and planets to be moving around them. You know what that made them think? They said, okay, no, Earth is not uh, a planet. Um, Earth is actually motionless, it's not moving. That's what they thought. They thought, Earth is motionless, it's not moving. And you know what, f Earth? Earth is actually the center of the whole universe. They said earth is the center of the whole universe. And you know what they said? They said stars, the moon, because they knew them. They saw them, right? They said stars, the moon, the sun are attached to something that is revolving around us. And this thing, we're going to be ending that to speak about that next week. You won't believe what they said. So we're going to continue to speak about that next week.
1: Hi, I'm Johan Kruger from Creation Ministries International. Uh, Just want to say to you that uh, I serve a great and wonderful God that created everything and he created me and he also created you.
2: Great. So um, apparently, for this week, uh, we have just reached the end of our show. It was a pretty interesting show, wasn't it? Well, pretty interesting show. I loved it. Um, you want to be here next week to hear what these early philosophers thought about this thing that you know stars are sort of attached to it and it's revolving around us. Um, you 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 definitely want to be here next week. We are going to be discussing that, so please share out the show, and be here next week, okay? All the love from Active FM, and the Void Show. Um, have a fantastic week ahead of you. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on
0: Instagram
1: and at FM 777, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM 4777, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate, find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.